Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer for another faction reaction today. This time, Silverneth, and I'm joined by Math Mallow. Uh, well, that's what I call him. Yeah, Matt. There he is. Hey, Matt. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, believe it or not, I do have a real name. Uh, no one uses it, but I do have one. Uh... <laughs> well, that's your Twitch name. So to me, that's all you'll ever be now. Like, if that's okay, like, if, if you want me to call you something else, you tell me and we'll change it up. To, to be fair, I've started doing that now. So because it's a new season uh, in terms of rankings and everything, I signed up to Carnage as Matthew. Perfect. Because nobody knows me as Matthew. Everyone just if I say I'm Math Mallow, they're like, oh, yeah. so so I just that's my name. That now. works. That works. Everyone, every yeah. every like every gamer <laughs> and T-Sports star should have themselves like a little pseudonym, in my opinion. Um, uh, but we'll see. So so yeah. Matt's on to talk about Silverneth, and I got to say that I got a huge amount of love for him as a Silverneth player, as a person as well, but also specifically as a Silverneth player because I think he's got like a lot to say um, because he's obsessed with them. And Silverneth has been a very weak book for a very long time. Um, but he's been trying to push that big, heavy rock uphill. So looking forward to uh, talking about it. Of course, this is live in front of a Twitch audience. Big shout out to the Twitch audience. Most of you, not some of you, specifically not you, Adam. Uh, let's be clear about that. Uh, uh, Adam, who's Matt's friend and mine, I guess, uh, is in the chat trying to give him as much drama as possible. So that's sweet. And you can listen to this as a podcast, of course, as well as potentially watching it on YouTube, whatever format you're doing. Uh, so thanks to everyone. Right, Matt. Before we get on to how you feel about Age of Sigma 3 and what you think the winners and losers are, talk to me about how Sylvaneth played when, like in Age of Sigma 2. Because the book landed and it wasn't good. And just for everyone at home, uh, for the Age of Sigma stat center, like which like we do on the Honest Wargamer, uh, Sylvaneth were pretty much running a sub-40% win rate for two different GHBs. They were doing very badly. Uh, so I'll just be clear that they weren't doing well. So Matt, when they were doing well or... Like, what was happening in 2? How do you feel about it? Um, so, with the new book uh, in 2, because all I played was the new book. I never got an opportunity to play the okay. old book that was good. So, all I ever played was the new book. Um, and, I mean, like you say, like it was a, we had a 38% win rate, I think mm -hmm. it was. So, if you won two games at a five-day tournament, you were above <laughs> average. Um, which is, <laughs> you know, not a great place for an army no, to be in. No, of course not. Um, uh, but I did okay with them. I've played. I played five tournaments um, between. Well, I would have played more, but obviously lockdown happened. But between uh, when the new book came out and between lockdown, I played five tournaments with them, and I managed to do not worse than a three-two. That's great work. Uh, so win three, lost two, um, and including a brotherhood, which is the big team tournament that um, that happened. Uh, but the way you tended to build your lists then was uh, if you wanted to play, the only list that did very well, at least in the UK scene anyway, was um, either Dreadwood, uh, which is a which gives you a command ability teleport for any unit anywhere on the board, um, or you took Heartwood, which was the that, that's the more famous one, which is the artifact that lets you reroll all hit rolls for Kurnoth Hunters. So everyone used to take like twenty five um, bow hunters and then try and shoot. We see everyone. Um, but that it, was, it was more of a, it could have been a list as opposed to it ever really performing yeah. anywhere well. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I never played it because I don't hate myself that much. But um, <laughs> but realistically, like you're just rolling the same dice over and over again and you're hitting on fours even with the rerolls. So it kind of, it was, if you got the fours, it did okay. If you didn't, then it did nothing um, from what I saw. But my list that I used to run was, I used to run two units of six swords. 
controversially uh, <laughs> because um, my problem with scythes was that they, they they were better for range obviously because they have a two inch range but they their, their damage chart uh, for the average damage that they do is so inconsistent so this is this is just for everyone at home this is colonel hunters with either swords yeah. or scythes the the great debate in every sylvaneth conversation ever <laughs> you get two sylvaneth players together there is a guarantee a hundred percent chance that conversation <laughs> occurs at some point i think <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it doesn't even need two silver players. Sometimes one <laughs> yeah. will just. No, the shit. one silver player is going to bring it up. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So you you rated swords because they were more consistent in the damage, right? Yeah, they were more consistent, and you had a mortal wound output because on sixes to wound they do a mortal in addition, um, and they had more attacks, and it was just it, it just it meant that you could throw six swords into a more crusher, and expect the more crusher to die or thereabouts. You knew uh, like every time I threw them in, I expected them to do. 20 22 damage ish to a 3 4 okay. save whereas if i threw sides in i could do four damage i could also do 36 but i don't know <laughs> and in the tournament setting it's yeah, far more important yeah. that you can rely yeah. on the thing doing the job right exactly and the reasons that one well the main echo point is the reason sylvaneth were kind of so poor a lot of the time was because their their, their list to do anything they're so unreliable um so adam you talk about adam adam used to laugh at me because my turns were exactly the same my first turn is exactly the same every single time in two it was uh i took an artifact that made my branch wraith a two cast wizard uh and you try and cast throne of vines which gives you a plus two to your casting roll and then you'd cast spite swarm hive uh to give you plus three to your charge rolls on a two up so you have to do a five cast spell then a seven cast spell <laughs> then a two up to even get your Kurnoths with the command point teleport. And then you have to do a six inch charge uh, re-rolling because you normally had enough yeah. CP. And if any of that went wrong, then you didn't do anything for your turn. Okay. Basically. <laughs> so you were really re- relying on dice. And, and, that was, and, that, and that was the list I was doing well with. Um, and uh, well, th- that was the, the best sort of list around was the Dreadwood one um there's a few variations um one took nine sides and six swords um but neither nine sides weren't a hit unit they were more of a stand in front of everything and just try and get rid right. of them because there are, there are five five wounds on a four up save you rolling is a lot to get through not anymore but <laughs> it, theoretically yeah. it was um so that's kind of where it fell apart and then and then the damage output in the army isn't outside of kurnoths there just wasn't any really because lariel was a meme um, she was a meme. Tree, she was a meme. Tree like. Well, can we talk about why she was a meme? Like, so, like, if we got, like, oh, like, yeah, so sure, we yeah. compare. Let's compare it to like, Ar- like, let's do the big three: Archeon, um, Nagash, and Marathi. What was different about Alariel versus uh, those two? That's three. Sorry. I mean, I mean, the, the, the fact, the the difference was that she didn't really have. She didn't really have a niche. So, like, obviously, Marathi can't die and does damage. Archeon um, uh, has, you know, he, he has a lot of versatility because in Zeech, he might want to hit. You're re-rolling sixes against him, so he doesn't really die. Um, he can go anywhere he wants. Um, there's, he just does a lot. And Alariel, especially her old war scroll, she kind of just didn't do anything. Like, she healed D3 a turn. She healed everything D3 a turn, um, which is okay. But not, like, everything, everything in the arm, nothing had a mortal wound save. So there was no... Kind of there was there was nothing to it didn't matter because if anything shot you or did like five more wounds to you, you'd heal d3 you'd heal two and you'd still have taken three and onto like a dirthu 
uh, as soon as a dirty takes four wounds, it's basically useless for the rest yeah. of the game because um, his damage profile goes down from six to d6, uh, which is a huge drop. Um, and it just kind of added to the inconsistency that you already had. Um, so it just kind of, yeah, like, like so when I, when I played, a lot, a lot of the way I played to win was to capitalize on my opponent's mistakes rather than create my own like rather than win the game myself if that it makes does. sense um because the army the army's like you know the saying um glass cannon yeah. uh, silver nothing two were just glass <laughs> less um, cannon they go less <laughs> cannon <laughs> they were just they were just yeah exactly so so they kind of died everything because everything has quite a, a high save outside of the heroes um a lot of heroes that would do much anyway um so you kind of got stuck in this trap of nothing does damage and every time you try and commit something you kind of know whatever you're committing is going to die so you have to make sure that whatever you're committing it's worthwhile um and because two was such a um like that i did a lot of like mental plays to stay in games so i'd be like right if i teleport my five tree revenants to this corner of the board make a like a 10 inch charge because i have a reroll on them I have a 10 inch charge that I can pile in with a six inch pile in around, get onto that objective, and I'll score that one point, and then they'll die. It was a lot of that kind of play style, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, definitely. There wasn't a lot of, if I, th- if I move this unit forward, charge it into, he should kill that. There wasn't a lot of that, really. Um, yeah, so you felt like you weren't trading as much, you were just waiting for opportunities to score points. Yeah, essentially, um, because it, cause you couldn't go toe to toe with any army, really, in combat. You just kind of. Um, you just kind of had to play objectively all the time. Um, so I won a game once against uh, 100 and... What was it, 100, well, well, you know the Ard Boys? Um, when Ard yeah, Boys like 75 Ard Boys. New, 75 Ard Boys. I beat that list on... Oh, what was the... Um, I can't remember the battle plan, but it's the two where you just hold it and then you and then at the end you burn oh, it. Oh, yeah. Better you part burn of Valor. You oh, better part of Valor, this one. It was the old one. Um, and I won that game because he decided to not move forward. Classic. Um and then, because he was worried about my teleporting, and then I managed to do one play, get a thing, and I won the game with zero kill points. Um, so it, there was a lot of that kind of manoeuvring type, type okay. thing. Yeah. yeah, so give me some strengths and weaknesses of Silverneth in 2 before we move on. Strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, okay, so, so, so strength was, so the, the, the big strength that we had was board control. Because okay. uh, in my list, I had five teleports a turn, potentially. So I had uh, three, uh, two units of tree revenants, which can teleport anywhere on the board um, as their movement. You can teleport. I had a tree lord ancient in my list at all times, um, so I could do. You can travel through from one wildwoods to another yes. wildwoods. So you can do one one. You can the one unit can do it to another wildwood, or the tree lord ancient can do it in addition to one other one. So you could whack him on an objective or, or whatever, um, and then um, I've got the command point teleport from Dreadwood. So having five teleports a turn means that my army can basically just stay wherever I want it to. I don't need to play the game that everyone else yeah, is playing because I could just sit at the back, um, essentially. That was kind of the big one. Um, and in turn, that kind of gave you, as a, as a sort of second strength, that gave you the ability to kind of pick and choose your engagements, which you needed to do. Um, so you could, you know, I could deploy my whole army at the back of the board um, and then just go, okay, he's left, uh, you know, he's left his Keeper of Secrets not... Um, screened properly so I can put six kernels into him and I know I can yeah. kill it. That kind of thing. And, and then I roll a four on my uh, Throne of Vines and I'm like, okay, maybe I won't do that. 
so that's kind of that was kind of the thing so the weaknesses was like i say the unreliability of the list was what was like if i went into like a, a hard matchup if i wanted to zeech if i wanted to, to uh, seraphon weren't out at that point uh, but if i went into seraphon now uh, when they were playing into if i went into anything that had any kind of uh, magic movement any hard top tier list if i failed my first turn if i didn't get any of those spells off i was i was already fighting an uphill battle and any of that happened and i was you know i was i was fighting to skin of my teeth type thing okay it was, yeah it became very so difficult. you you went uh also so this is before to before lockdown during lockdown you were also playing a lot of tts and using sylvaneth as well right so you were st- you, yeah. so you, you maintained your gamesmanship uh, over the course of the past like year year and a half during lockdown so you also had those experiences via tts as well so you were still trying to churn out uh the play style um so i think that's something to note for everyone at home because like uh matt hasn't given up on the army at any point he's been religiously playing it for like two three years straight so when he talks about like having played it a lot he's He's genuinely talking about having played it a lot. That's why he, I approached him to talk about Sylvanath. I couldn't think of anyone I'd prefer to talk about it. So, let's talk about Age of Sigmar 3. Age of Sigmar 3 comes around, ignoring of like what it really does to Sylvanath, because we're about to talk about it in a minute. How do you feel about it as a game? Like, How do you feel? What are your hot takes, top levels? What are your thoughts? Um, so, I really like it. I actually actually really enjoy playing it, um, AOS 3. I mean, 2 was getting pretty stale by the end of it, okay. I think. I think a lot of people felt that way. It was getting a bit boring. Um, it was getting pretty repetitive. It was, it was things. So, so I actually really like a lot of the. It's a hell of a lot more interactive now, and I think it's only going to get more so as people play more games. Yes. Um, so I have only played like I played I played six games this weekend at your tournament, um, and I played I played maybe four games before that. So I've only played like ten games. I mean, it's probably as much as anyone already... in the world at the moment. No, exactly. But like already, like by the by the end of my last game that I played with you, like I was noticing things, thing, things that like until you play games, you won't know. So things like how important if you have spell portal in your list, how important unbinding it in your opponent at the start of your opponent's hero phase actually Loads. is. So they can't do it in your hero phase and you can't recast yeah. it. Like there's things like that that until you play you, you uh, and play loads, you won't pick up on. And you'll just you, like you, people will catch you out and you'll be like, oh, I needed to do like you'll think reliably. So like I, I think that's going to happen a lot in this edition. I think you'll play against players who are playing like um, Kairos in Zeech, for example, and they'll forget to unbind um, spell portal in their turn because they're not bothered. And then because it's in a good position yeah. for them. And then it's start your turn. You can take it off them. And then suddenly they can't cast their six water wound spell. And I think there's going to be a lot of sort of catching out with that, which I think people are going to think. Um, and things like rally as well. Uh, rally is going to be so much fun for a lot of people and so much pain for others. Yes. Um, uh, and heroic actions, yeah. right? Yeah. And her- heroic actions are massive. Um, heroic actions are having, having the ability to heal D3 for a lot of armies is huge. Uh, like Gotrek. <laughs> Kairos, Archeon, any any big hero really that, that that didn't have a way to heal before that can now just heal 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 D three if they're all below their bravery and most of them are bravery ten anyway, um so you know I think that's going to be pretty pretty massive. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else about three? Um, I think oh the other one is redeploy. Redeploy is going to be huge. Okay. Uh, if you can if you can learn to use redeploy well, you'll be better than the majority of people who play Warhammer. Have I you think. had any thoughts on how uh, to use it well? Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of ways. It, it's I think it's very army dependent though, because I think it's very dependent on what you want to right. do with it. Um, so uh, I played against Gargans on the weekend, 
and he he left his gargan just off the edge of the objective um, to beat me into taking it off him um, with a Lariel, and he wanted me to move onto it, and then he was going to redeploy, so he would count as fifteen, and I'd only count as five onto back onto the objective. Yes. Um, so, like, if I'd have fallen for that, that would have been quite a big deal because then I would have already moved, and then he would have redeployed, and so that was a really good play. Um, unfortunately for him, I, I did it with uh, I, I I I did it with tree revenants from behind anyway, and they teleported, not moved, um, so that he couldn't do it. But but it was still it was still like you know things like that, and and there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, things like blocking your opponent off, filling up gaps. I've done it a few times where I've left the Lariel open with some tree revenants on the side, and then just moved them up just to fill in a gap. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, especially for like a sneaky character like that. that's trying to, you know, you've got two screens maybe, especially because it's hard to screen with the coherency, and then you use another yeah. unit to kind of fill a gap where maybe they thought, and also it's a nice way to bait them into what they think is a gap for a charge, and then you redeploy another screen in front, and then you kept a little bit more safe, which I think is quite nice. I agree with you. I think there's yeah. still so much play. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the winners and the losers. Yeah, let's hope there's a lot more in the winner yeah. section, but probably not. Uh, so let's all just be really clear as well before Matt starts talking about it. This is an army with a 38% win rate that only went up points in this edition. It didn't go down any points. It got a new unit. It got like ways for trees to change and some other stuff. I'm sure Matt's going to talk about it. But like this isn't what, if you're listening and being like, oh, these are going to be brilliant. Like in this commentator's humble opinion, no. <laughs> like it's really simply yeah hey gods of dice hello angle and everyone else in the chat thanks for joining us live so like sometimes there just aren't books that aren't as good as other books or books that just aren't given the tool sets or are too expensive things like that happen uh so this is to prefix before matt talks so matt like winners what do you think what are winners from the book um so weirdly i think i think a lot of even though everything went up in mm. points uh, so, 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 so my winners comes with a caveat that everything is a little bit over expensive now. Um, so it's like they're winners, but you know, they're, if they were under, if they were a little bit cheaper then they'd be actual winners, uh, but relative winners, I think all the monsters, to be honest, like tree Lord ancient is actually good now. Okay. Um, I think, I think it's, I've seen a lot of arguments about whether his, so they, so the tree Lord ancient's command ability uh, used to be uh, reroll ones to save for everything holy within 18 yeah. of him. And Kurnoth Hunters always count as being in range and extend that range by 12. Um, so basically, you can have a board-wide reroll ones to save. In this edition, it's changed to be plus one save. Okay. Um, which, if you'd, have, if you'd have given me that in two, I would have cried uh, <laughs> in enjoyment. But in three, obviously, it's, it's a little bit... It's, there's a, an argument that it's almost worse because you have so many ways of getting plus one to you save. You do. You do. Um, however, I still think it's really good. I think having having being able to do that in the in the hero phase because the hero phase command ability and it lasts until your next which hero is phase. Great. And there's not that many of them, which is awesome. So that's that what I mean. Plus like, so having shield. plus one save. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you do Mystic Shield, and then in the hero, and then in the combat phase, you could do that on a Durthu throwing forward. He's on a two up save, ignoring round one, um, and then you don't have to worry about using the command point defensively. 
if you wanted to do, you could do all out attack, or you could do, you could use, um, do you know what I mean? You could, there's or, lots of options. Or you could ignore rent too, right? Because you could do all out defense to ignore rent too. Yeah, exa- exactly. Just for yeah, everyone, just yeah, for yeah, everyone so you understand what we mean, uh, there's save stacking in Age of Sigmar now. So basically, when I give someone plus one save, you, 100%, if you've got a four up save, you can go to a three up save, and a three up save, you can't get any better than a three up. However, if I give him an, an additional plus two for a total of plus three, what it means is, is when you minus one, you minus one from my pool of plus three. So you go back to minus two. And then obviously, because you've given yourself plus one save, that doesn't that doesn't change. So you still have, from a four up save, you still have a, a, a three up save. So what you're able to do is just keep adding plus ones to save so that if anyone hits you with any minus, you're still going to get your plus one save, which is actually crazy good on units that already have a great armor save like Durthu. Alariel, Tree Lord Ancients. I think that's really what you're referencing, Matt, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And and we have we have so many options for this because all all of our all of our heroes are big and monstrous, yeah. really. Uh, the ones you the ones you want to take anyway. Um, so so Tree Lord Ancients are really good now. Tree Lords are they exist? Um, I'm so not, tree, what, so why why do you think Tree Lord Ancients have get got better specifically the commandability? The command ability, yeah, because trio engines fit a niche because they don't they don't do any damage, um, really, uh, not reliably so anyway. But they have their ability is that once a game they can summon a wildwoods, um, and with the way the wildwoods have changed, which I'll talk about in a minute, that's actually quite okay. good. Uh, so I have that was always the, like taking the there's no chance in it. It's just an ability that happens. You just with holy within eighteen, you summon yeah. a woods, uh, and woods for board control are fantastic and. Um, and it, so, so that on its own is a good ability. And then being able to... He, he is 295 points now, which is a lot. Um, but he is a single caster. So he could do, you know, he could do a spell. To put it into context for everyone at home, just for a quick comparison. Yeah. For 295 points for a Tree Lawn Ancient, you, you 100% get a wizard uh, with 12 wounds with a 3-up save, right? Um, three attacks, yeah. threes, and th- no, four attacks. No, three attacks, threes, and threes. Ren one, three. D6 damage. Compare that to a Frostheart Phoenix, which is 20 points more. An anointed, sorry, of a Syrian on Frostheart Phoenix, not a Frostheart Phoenix flat. So that's a hero as well. That has 12 wounds, the same, with a five up save. And then if you cast a spell near it, it goes to a four up save, or it's four up and it goes to a three up, one of the two. Um, and, four, uh, three. four up, three up. Thank you. So it starts at a four, goes three. It has an aura of minus one to wound around it, and it also has a four up ward or DPR save. So effectively, it means it has double the wounds that you see on its war scroll, as well as providing an army wide buff of minus one to hit. Like, and that's twenty points more. And I could keep going in examples, really. <laughs> like for another hundred, yeah. for, for another hundred and twenty <laughs> points, you've got oh, hundred thirty points. You've got a got trek. Um, and uh, why wouldn't you? Like basically, but yeah. I I agree with you like exactly. just to, to, to clarify yeah. where 295 is at in the game at the moment yeah. but but that's what i mean by the like they're winners but they're relative winners they're winners for our book as opposed to in the whole of it yeah, yeah, necessarily um but so so the biggest winner i think is Lariel. um to be honest i think she's actually okay now okay um she's 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 nowhere near as good as marathi she's nowhere near as good as archaeon don't get me wrong but and is and way is price similar and it, yeah, 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 she is. Yeah, she's seven forty points. So more than Baratheon. Points. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> um, she has no bonus okay. to cast, uh, which is really sad. Um, and she is a, how she many casters? How many spells does she cast? She's a three cast right. wizard. Okay. 
Yeah, but she has one of her spells she can do to cast Throne of Vines, which gives her plus two cast until she moves. Um, So, but that's on a five. So it's it's a bit weird, but yeah, that's essentially what you do a lot of the time, unless you're taking something like a Warsong Revenant, which you pretty much should, to be honest. Um, He kind of because everything every everything in in the army is kind of. Um, they're, they're, there's no damage in the army. That's well, that's what I was going to ask. There, there I was like, why are you not taking a giant monster? So you're saying I'm going to make my 740 point monster combat monster stand and do no attacking <laughs> and just do spells? Like, so what is it about Throne of Vines and her casting spells that's the reason she's not running around trying to murder stuff? Um, I, well, essentially, a bit, yeah. Basically, it's the it's the fact that she's a three cast wizard, and no spells are going to go off. Real, if you're playing against Zeta or anything like that, you need the bonuses to cast, and you to do to get because they stack. So, so Throne of Vines stacks for, if you don't know at the moment. So you get plus two to cast, and then if you do Throne of Vines next turn, it goes to plus four. Um, but again, that means you're standing still with a 740 point model. Uh, and sh- the reason I like Alariel a lot now. Is because she's a lot more reliable for damage. It's not an insane amount of damage, but she can reliably do twenty damage to uh, anything with a five up save. Anything, anything that doesn't have a, a save um, against minus two rend, effectively, uh, you can you can get twenty damage off because she has four attacks, uh, threes and twos, um, rend to uh, five damage. Which sounds great. Which uh, sounds great. There's, yeah, it, it it sounds good, but the, but the reality is she's sixteen wounds on a three up save with no ward, with no after save, no ward, so she dies to everything. So if you mess up with her, she dies effectively. Uh, so you really have to be careful what you commit her to. But the problem without her is that you you don't have any pinpoint damage anymore. So my so so uh, the re- so one thing I've skipped over is the reason I don't run my list anymore with the um, swords is because uh, swords in sixes don't work anymore because they only have one inch range and they're big, bo- they're big models, they're big base sizes. So the coherency means that you're never going to get six in range. Um, so you don't have the rival damage and three swords just don't do enough. In, in Like as a uh, sort of hammer unit, three swords just don't do enough. So you need, like, you need to have an alternative. And in my, from my play, I've experienced that Alariel can be that. Um and so, so yeah, so so Alariel does. She 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 can do a lot more wounds as well. So Metamorphosis uh, got better on her new yep. War Scroll. So so it's whatever the casting value is of of, the, of Metamorphosis, whatever the casting roll is. Sorry, you roll that many dice every three up as a more. And do wound. you add your bonuses to cast from things like Throne of Vines? Yes. So it's not a modified. Right. Okay. So um, if I roll a seven, so, which is the average, and I've cast Throne of Vines twice, I'm rolling nine dice now because I've added plus four. I've added plus two twice, basically. So I've added plus four, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So so you'd roll that many dice every three up is a mortal wound, which is actually like five or six mortal wounds, um, which is pretty it's good great. pinpoint mortal wounds. It's wound. great. Like, everyone's uh, terrified of Kairos' spell, which is a flat six mortal wounds, of course. Exactly. But obviously the... The reason it's not as terrifying is because of the 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 unreliability of it. It's cast on a seven, and you have no unless unless you've already stacked up Throne of Vines and stood still, you have no bonuses. Yeah. So that's when it becomes problematic. Um, because yeah, it, yeah, like, like I say, 
but she's I just I quite like her as a throw into she works quite well as she's a very expensive destruction sort of piece but she works quite well as it so just for um, everyone at home like one of the things that we saw a lot in last edition so Matt can have a moment uh, to rest his voice uh, one of the things that we saw in last edition was things like Archeon buffed up to the nines and we're going to see it in this edition as well charged in would hit a flank um, and then basically you would have to try and remove it like you'd have to try and remove this like god character out of your lines 20 wounds re-rolling sixes four up ward against mortals unlike Alariel's no ward against mortals um would kill pretty much everything he touched at minus one to hit if he was in zinch so he was very very survivable basically could have reroll saves from oracular visions this is in the last edition um now he can get reroll saves from shield of fate so still reroll saves um and then obviously pluses to save um uh, and then pluses to save in this edition as well so that's what he means by a distraction piece imagine just throwing something unkillable at your opponent and making it so they have to try and push him out which is kind of what alariel i think does quite well in a silverneth right you hit the silverneth front lines and then she can fly over the top and charge at them. But the problem is she doesn't yeah. necessarily take out those god characters, right? Nah. You don't really have any chance. Like, Mar Marathi will obviously just batter her. Um, uh, Archeon, like, good luck. I played against Archeon this weekend and um, with my list, and I got 20 owed. Uh, I got 20, no 20 to nil because Archeon just runs at you and there is no chance you can kill him or do anything to him with a Sylvaneth army. I, I, I don't actually... If if you played against Archeon with his buffs and you designed a Sylvaneth list just to kill him, I don't think you could do it. You, even over the case of like a double turn, it's genuinely it's so hard to kill him, and we just don't have that kind of damage output to get through it. Um, and the fact that so so when I played Archeon, he 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 double turned, he, he won the priority, charged the Lariel, used the six from Destiny Dice and just killed Put her. The sword. And I don't, and I I deployed her at the back of the board. <laughs> she couldn't have been further away. Uh, <laughs> so like it's not it, some sometimes you just no matter how well you play with them, you're just going to get like shafted really because because just because of how strong some of the other characters are. So she doesn't necessarily hold her weight anymore against yep. them. Um but uh, but she she kind of if you if you play smart with her you can do work with her, um, but uh, the big the big one the big win, I suppose that everybody loves um, at the moment is the Warsong Revenant. This fella behind me. Um, so what is it? So what is it about the Warsong yeah. Revenant that's good? Talk to me. Talk me through it. So so the reason he's good is because he's a two cast wizard. Sorry, um, sorry, Matt. Like, I just want to clear something off myself before you go on to it because I know big love. So, yeah, would you, would, yeah. would you put a Lariel in your list at the moment? Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I I, I would hundred percent because to be honest, there isn't. I don't like if for from a competitive standpoint anyway. I I wouldn't not take her because she's the only source of reliable damage to put anywhere because she moves sixteen. Yep. If uh, because you you we, Dreadwood's dead basically, um, to be honest, from a competitive standpoint, so you're going to be playing Nile Root to get reliability because you get real ones to hit if you're a Nile right. Root, um, or you're going to be playing something like Harvest. Some people like Harvest Boon, which is um, real ones to hit on the charge. Um, I like uh, so so Nile Root is real ones to hit within twelve of a wizard. So my whole army basically. So I like that reliability. It means I can get it on my bow hunters, which I use because I really like them. Um, but yeah, I would always include her because she just has um, just being able to charge into something, tie up something, do some damage, um, have spell versatility. Um, and she gets a free summon, which is nice. Um, 
yeah, but I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's kind Which of. I guess reduces her points technically, yeah. right? She's like she's six, she's I six mean, four, she's seven forty, and then you can summon a two hundred thirty-five yeah. point unit, two hundred twenty-five point unit. Two hundred twenty-five, yeah. yeah, for the for the kind of hunters. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, to be honest, I wish I I personally wish they'd have got rid of that mechanic and just made her points good better. herself. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? I'd rather I don't like it's it's a weird one because it's. I don't, I don't understand it really because it's a oh yes, but you get a summon. I'm like okay, but I'd rather she was 225 points cheaper, and then I can choose what I do with those yeah. points, as opposed to it being automatically. Or tied she was in. 225 uh, points and, better. She, yeah. she had like a rule, like a like you yeah, would pay 225 exactly, points exactly. for a four up ward, for example, right? Exactly, like they'd be fantastic. Um, it's kind of weird because the Warsong Revenant has everything I want Lariel to have. Okay, well, let's talk about the Warsong. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Warsong. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he's seven wounds on a five up, but he has a four up ward save, which is massive because it's the only thing with the ward save in okay. Summoner. Um, and our, our weakness, our biggest weakness, and has been for a long time, is mortal wounds. Mortal wounds tear the army apart, and having something with a, a four up ward save actually is a huge deal, yep. um, especially when you have a, as much healing as you do in in our list in our um, in our book. So the reason he's so good, or um, he's used a lot now, is because he's a two-cast wizard. Um, he, is, he, he only has one unbind, okay. though, which is uh, which a lot of people don't pay attention to, but he is a two-one wizard. Um, but he he's non-named. He's an unnamed character. Right. So he has plus one innately if he's within nine of a woods, which you should be every day of the week, because that's not hard to do. Um, but the the artifacts in, in the Sylvaneth book are actually quite good especially for, for wizards. It's just we've never really had anyone to um, use them well. Uh, so so the fact of having a two-cast wizard who can take... So the one I use is... in I run Nalroot, and the auto the one you have to take in Nalroot is that you, you give it to a wizard, and they cast spells on 3d6, remove the lowest. Wow. Which is actually really good. Um, and in any other book would be, like, insane... But we've never had anyone to utilize that before. The best we can do really is a tree lord ancient with one cast. <laughs> so it, 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 you know what I mean? It doesn't really, it's never really worked. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's kind of that's why it's kind of uh, blown up because you can uh, his his spell um, that he has on his war scroll uh, is called Unleash Spites and it's casting value of seven. Um, and if you roll a dice for the, you roll a dice for every uh, for the um, casting yep. roll. So if you're on 3d6, you're on a 9, you're on plus 1, because you're near a wood, you're on 10. Um, and everything within 9 inches of you, uh, you, roll a di- you roll a dice for the cash roll, so you roll 10 dice for every unit within yeah. 9. And on, for every 5 up, they suffer a more. So if I've, got two, I've got 3 units so in you... front of me, I roll 10 dice for one unit, 10 dice for another unit, 10 dice for another unit. Okay. Yeah. And for every five up, so you take like, say, you're three five ups, four five ups, and three five ups. You take three, four, three mortal wounds on each unit accordingly, um, which is really good. Uh, now, the reason it gets really good, really, really good, is because spell portals are there. Yes. Uh, so, Umbral Spell Portal, you can cast it through the spell portal. So, you can set up a spell portal on 3d6. It's only got a casting value of five. So, disregarding unbinds, you can get it off pretty reliably. Um, and then you can get, you can, you can set it up within 18. Uh, and then it's then within nine of the 18. So you get much more pinpointy where you want to put that spell. 
and three or four mortal wounds uh, into this edition where a lot of armies are going a lot more MSU rather than horde heavy is actually quite a big deal. Um, so, for example, Deepkin, if you get if you manage to get reliably four mortal wounds on everything, that's a that, you know that's an eel dead yeah. from from every from each unit that you hit, which is which is a big deal. Um, so that's why he's uh, he's so strong. Um, and the other thing as well is he also knows all the spell law. So he can uh, do Throne of Vines, for example. So if you pair that with Cogs, the new Chronomatic Cogs, if you get another wizard to cast Cogs, you set Cogs next to him, he's now a three-cast yes. wizard. So he could do Throne of Vines on 3d6, so he's on plus three to cast. Then you could do Spell Portal, and then you can do um, his un- uh, Unleashed Bites. So suddenly, instead of 10 dice, it's 12 dice. And again, if you don't move him, you can cast that every turn, and then you can stack that up through more, 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 more yeah. kills. And then if you if you don't kill him, so say now he takes he, he, so he's seven wounds on a on a on a five up four up, mm. effectively. So if he if he takes six damage, uh, like he, so I played Archeon yesterday. Archeon went into him, didn't kill him, left him on one wound alive. Shocking, um, shocking. I know. <laughs> I was, I was, it was mental to see, but um, if you cast a spell with him, the command in Nalrut anyway, the command trait is uh, if he successfully cast a spell. Which you should be doing realistically. Yep. Um, he can pick a unit within eighteen and heal D three. Oh, nice! And is that every so that every spell cast? Not every spell cast is once once right, per hero okay. phase. Um, so you can only do it once. But still, that's a D three heal. Then if then you can do you can cast a spell called Regrowth, which is pick a pick a unit heal D six. Um, so you're healing D three D six. If Alariel's on the board, he's healing another D three. Um, and obviously he's, he's seven wounds, but he's effectively 14 um, because of the ward yeah. save. So you can pretty much reliably get him back to full every single turn. Um, so if you don't kill him, he becomes problematic, and then he's still stacking. So you have to get into him and get rid of him. Um, so, yes, so, so there's almost a, like a fight between Warsong Revenant and Ariel over who wants to do Throne of Vines. Um, so the reason I like Ariel is because I can... Just stack Throne of Vines on Warsong and then throw Alariel forward and have her be the melee piece and have him be the spell piece. Yeah, so, yeah, cause and have, you... while they're dealing with Alariel, you know, if they kill her by turn three, he and th- hopefully he's now, my guy's now on plus six to cast and can do, uh, can do some more, can do enough mortals to subsidize the fact that my army doesn't do any yeah. damage. Basically, uh, is the idea behind him. Um, there's a few other options that I've seen people run. So, uh, so I play Nalroot. I have to play Nalroot. That's the one that gives you the three d six cast mm-hmm. one though. Uh, but there's an artifact in the book that lets you auto cast the spell a turn as long as it's from the Law of the Deepwood. So good. you could auto cast Throne of Vines, and then you'd be on plus three to cast for your next spell. Um, you could auto cast a regrowth a turn. There's downsides on. You have to roll a dice on a one. You take d three mortals. But for the reasons I just explained, you're not really that bothered. Okay. Um, so there, there, there's quite a few options in the book. You can there's an artifact that just makes him a three cast wizard in okay. the book. So there's like there's there's a, he's the first like like I say he's the first two cast wizard that is unnamed in our book. So it gives us it gives him a lot of versatility as to what to what he can do with that. And having an innate plus one to cast is really really good in that book. It's what I wish Lariel had. Um, 
but she doesn't unfortunately no. so yeah especially yeah. <laughs> in a world of like crazy casters right like i mean we could talk about zinch yeah. obviously just picking destiny dice and also just have like the access to re-roll casts is like pretty common uh but then if you just flip over to seraphon they've got pluses to cast at like loads of pluses to cast plus one plus one from a character nearby um like it just it feels like uh the silverneth book just doesn't have the other little extra bits that every other book has right um, I yeah. think that's really important, and especially rerolls. And it's interesting trying to push uh, a magic heavy build into like a magic dom meta, like uh, Nagash, Teclis, um, even Kairos are all available, and they're all shutting down spells pretty effectively. Um, so yeah, it's interesting you said that. What about in combat? Would you use the War Song to fight, or it's you think it's the casting that's the good bit of the War Song Revenant? The casting is a good bit. He can he can handle himself in a fight. He's five attacks, uh, threes and threes minus one, two damage. Okay. So he can handle himself in a fight. Like, he's not bad. And you, and I always give him the um, the plus one damage spell because he's not unique, so he can take it. Um, so the plus one, the 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 um, oh, what's it called? Uh, flaming flaming weapons, right from the GHB. That yeah. one uh, for the plus one damage. So he's five attacks. Threes and threes, minus one, three oh, wow. damage, which is apart from good. the minus one is um, quite ineffective in Age Sigma three. Yeah, exactly. Minus one rend is effectively no rend, but um, but like it, it, it's 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 not something you rely on, but it's something that if you're in a pinch and you need you need something to do damage, it can be quite nice. Uh, but but the spells are what you're mainly taking him for, and the fan is survivability. That's that's real realistically that's what you're taking him for. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's good. Um, he it, it's difficult because when you write a list if you put him in a larry allen list which is what i recommend doing um the problem is you're at a thousand points wow. <laughs> already because he's 275 points um so on top of a larry l740 that's half your army in those two models um so you and you have to be conscious of that as you're playing as well because you have to make sure that they're kind of doing what you're doing they what they need to do because you don't have many um, options otherwise yeah, exactly. Um, who are the other bi- so, who are yeah, the other but, big winners? Who are the other big winners? So other big winners, I think I think um, tree revenants are the big okay. winners in the book because they they've become almost auto includes okay. now. To, to be honest, as 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 battleline in my opinion anyway, because the ability to teleport on the board just for objective play um, for for charges, I th- I think is actually. I, I just I don't see the the problem with dryads is dryads used to be quite tanky because you could make them. A four up save base, well, they're five up save, they get plus one for being 10 or more. Then you could give them plus one save from cover, from uh, from anything. And then Trio Lynch could make them reroll once. So they were three up save, minus one to hit if they were next to a woods. And that was quite good. But now it's 10 wounds on a four up save. You can't get better than that. They have no way to reroll. The minus one to hit doesn't really mean anything because everybody can subsidize it. Plus one to hit. All out yeah. attack. It kind of doesn't. I, I just didn't see them surviving very long yeah. anymore. Uh, personally and i just prefer that the the option of true evidence who actually with if you use all out attack on true evidence that they're they're 12 attacks uh threes and threes minus one one damage which is okay if you if you, if you can get a nine inch charge into a um into a five wound hero like they'll do something they, they might kill him like there's there's play there's, there's potential play there but i think for 80 points the fact that they didn't go up so they're 80 points dryads are 95 um and spike revenants are 70 points so i just i just think for the for the points difference you get between all three i think true revenants are what you take every day of the week fascinating fascinating yeah Yeah. like it's quite cheap really for but it's for five right it's for five wounds 
It's for five, yeah. It's five. It's five wounds on a five-up save, so it's not exactly tanky. Yeah. But for, but the but the the alternatives are for battle line. The alternatives are um, spite revenants of five wounds on a five-up save, and dryads are t- uh, ten wounds on. Uh, well, they're they're, they're a five-up save base, so but they go to four up once they're in a unit of ten. So yeah. it's not like I I know it's nice to have tanky units, but the reality is, is neither of those units are tanky, so it doesn't really matter. In my experience, um, but yeah, but I just think I just think you take three units of basic battle line, and I don't think you're ever going to take more than that, to be honest. Really, really um, I think you do three, three times whatever you want, or mix and match if you need to. If you need, if you're te- if you're like five points over, maybe you drop ten, uh, you drop five true evidence to put in a unit of spites to save ten points. Um, but I don't think you ever take more than that, to be honest. Unless, unless you really fancy going dry and heavy. Yeah, because you can't do what you can do in other armies, right? Like, so uh, let me just get this right. I can't. Can I take a bunch of thirty dryads? Dryads come in tens, right? They do. Can I take a bunch of thirty dryads and buff them up so they're going to murder stuff, or is that not very likely? (laughs) No. So there's no real synergies to do with that. So so the best you could probably do is put them in winterleaf. So sixes to hit, um, explode into two hit, two hits. You could give them plus one attack. They've got two attacks base each, right? Yeah, two attacks base each, and they do have two inch range. So if you got all thirty of yep. them in, um, and then you have ninety attacks, fours and well, I guess in, in the best case scenario, we on threes and fours because they're fours and fours, but they can sing a song in your combat phase <laughs> at you need to get plus one because the book loves the book loves uh, sing songs. Um, so threes and fours, no rend, one damage. No rend, one damage. No Ninety rend. attacks. No rend. And how much is for that unit? Uh, that is what's it? Nine, nine, Ninety-five times three, so two hundred and eighty-five. That's cheap. Like, but so do they still get plus one save if yeah. they have over twelve models? Over, over 10. ten. And that's not to their characteristic. Is that plus one save to their save rolls? It's plus one to their save And what rules. that means is, is that doesn't stack, unfortunately, yeah. uh, with Mystic no. Shield. Like you can have a four-up save yeah. ignoring Rens, etc., etc., etc. Like I just like I yeah. explained earlier. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can't you can't give them a three-up save like Angle's hoping for yeah. in the chat. So sorry about that. That is something you guys are going to want to look yeah. at. Uh, for instance, Seraphon have got Starbuckler Shields, and they add plus one to your save roll, not to your characteristic, which means you can't then add an additional plus one anywhere else. Which maybe we'll, yeah. we'll see in an FAQ. Maybe we won't, but that would be cool. So you don't really. You, yeah, yeah. No. You, so you don't think I could create like a, a brick wall of dryads to hit stuff? So you would prefer to take the minimum cheap stuff and take more elite things like Colonel Thunters. I, th- I think so. I, th- I think that's where the meta's heading. And the, the, the problem with, with Dryads is that you could use them as like an objective holder um, if you wanted to. But the problem is, is that like anything, anything top end in competitive play will kill 30 Dryads in a turn. What about anything that, medium the thing is, in competitive play? Probably also kill them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not... Like it's not like thirty wounds on a four up save, which you can't get better than. You're not gonna. That doesn't last long, at all. Um, and they'll just get wiped out, and then and then they won't have done much. And it's I know I know it's I know it's cheap, but if you're if you're trying to write a list where you have Alariel and Warsong in to do damage, then you know that's a third of what you have left. So it's uh, yeah. 
So it's it, it becomes difficult. Um, it's fair. No, it's super fair. So I think, I mean, I think I mean, you've made a good point. I just wanted do. to ask because I think yeah. that, like I think sometimes yeah. in these shows people are going to want to have asked questions. So I'm trying to think of the audience what they would ask. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what no, about the? What... I think I think you definitely. Can. I mean, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's bad. I think I think you could do like a Larry Elmore song, thirty triads, like maybe three Kurnaths, um and a Branch Wraith. I'm sure that'd be fine. Um, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think it's as optimal because I just think they see 30 drives and they'll just go kill it. And then, um... Plus, there are so many other units which uh, we could do a price comparison again. I think there's a lot of units that can kick a dryad's ass. And I think your point is really good. Uh, hey, big goldfish in the chat. Big love to you. And also, Owen Jackson, uh, a fellow treekin. By the way, um, my deep love, Sylvaneth OG right here. Uh, Sylvaneth, my, like, my army. I own tr 12 tree lords, um, tree lord ancient hybrids, which are all conversions. Yeah. 150 dryads like i'm all in on Silvernet. um <laughs> like all in i'm just waiting for the moment and unlike matt i'm not a sadist like i won't just like beat myself up <laughs> playing this horrific army uh for for time again 38 percent win rate that is not uh cricket okay what about the wildwoods explain the wildwoods to me did they get better did like ha so what's they happening got, they got different um different so, okay different so, so, so they got better and then they FAQ'd them to be not better again um, so then we had we had the better ones for about a month, uh, and then they got rid of them again, uh, which was an interesting one. So okay. at the end at the end of um, at the end of two when Kragnos came out, uh, Broken Realms Kragnos, mm -hmm. they gave us a new War Scroll for Woods, and the War Scroll let us see through our own woods, which has been a problem for Silverleth for a while. Right. So if you like, imagine, why, if you imagine I have three pieces of like I have a Wildwood here, mm -hmm. and I have my Branch Wraith here, and I have Dryads here. And I, and I can cast a spell called, like, Virgil's Harmony or Mystic Shield, for example. I could do Mystic Shield on them. If I'm more than an inch away, I can't see them. That was the ruling before. Um, but now they changed it so that if you're, you have to be three inches deep to block line of sight. And they changed it so that Sylvaneth ignored that, so that you could see through your own woods, so you could hide, like, bow hunters in woods, see through, so you could shoot, but they couldn't shoot you back. Um, it, offered, it opened up a lot of doors, to be honest, for a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And we had that for a month, and then they brought out the FAQ for three, and they got rid of that, basically. So they removed everything, and, and they changed. So, so Wildwoods do, if you at the end of the charge phase, if you're within an inch of the trees, on a six, you take D3 mortal wounds. Um, but they changed it so that if, you, if there was an endless spell or a wizard within six of it, it did it on a four-up, which was actually a lot more scary. Yes. Um, but then they got rid of that, so that's not a thing anymore. Uh, so it's still just on a six. <laughs> um, but what they did change was it used to be you could have three to six wildwoods when you set up a wildwood. So you could have three pieces make up a wildwood, or you could have six up to six, so three, four, five, six. They changed it so you could have one to three. So you could have one, two, or three wild uh, pieces. Um, what are they called? They're not said that woods anymore, but the individual wildwoods make up an awakened wildwoods. Yes. Uh, so you could place an individual wood, which everybody was very happy with, because it, it meant that, uh, because the woods, when you place them, they have to be three inches away from everything. Yes. So it meant that, and six inches away from terrain, they used to have to be, uh, away from objectives, sorry. So it meant that it was actually quite difficult to place them. So have, being able to just put one down so that you had given you that option of a teleport there was actually quite a big deal. And then they got rid of that. Um, so the way it works now is that you can set up when you when you start and when you cast it so any of the when you set up any um, wildwoods during the game, you can place one. Uh, so you can place three sets of one, or you can set up one set of three. Okay. So 
you can and it's all within range and the first run to start the game has to be wholly within your territory so that's actually really strong i think okay for our army. That's good. Relatively, relatively so relatively so i think it's really good because it means that you can do you can have one little small one here that will give you as much interaction as you need so wholly within six to teleport plus one for the warsong revenant um if you're clever you can summon 10 dryads on them with a branch rate if you have it uh, you have to be a bit you have to be you have to be cautious about it because it's quite difficult to do but you can theoretically do it um and then you can have one forward so uh, i've done it a few times so in my list i run six bow hunters um and i can so if so bow hunters have a 30 inch range but what a lot of people do is they measure 30 from the bow hunters so that their whatever thing they want to keep alive or vulnerable thing is 30 inches away yeah so i played um fabian this weekend lovely guy um and he kept his blue scribes 30 inches away 36 inches away so he was like you can't shoot me because he needs because blue scribes is what gives each the re-roll save re-roll casting rolls yeah but then i could teleport them through that because i didn't have to worry about casting a spell to get the trees off i just had three separate little trees yep put them in range and then shot them off so it gives you a lot more versatility and i really prefer it like so so in my six games and three of them i have a lot of woods i have way too many woods i have more woods than any human should ever have um, hey, but I didn't, holding I my didn't hand up to having nine <laughs> plates of woods, old woods. This is old wood yeah. money. Uh, I don't know what new wood money is, but a lot of trees, basically. A lot of trees. Well, I had, yeah. I had, I have, um, I in total, I have nine sets of wild woods of the wow. new ones. Um, so I have twenty-seven trees, uh, individual trees, which is and a I cost could... you don't really think about when you start <laughs> buying the army, right? So much. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but I took fifteen with me because I thought that'd be plenty, and I ran out three times during my six games. Yeah. Um, from placing them, which which is actually really really good because it meant that I had so much options of where to go, what I was doing with my spells. Which was one um, of the weaknesses in second edition. Yeah, exactly. Um, was not being able to get woods where you wanted them, but being able to place because the the only condition is they have to be three inches away from all of the terrain, including yeah. themselves. But you can get one in pretty much everywhere. Um. So you can and you can do things like you can you can really mess up people's movement because um, they can't move over the, the the middle bit. So you just you just kind of have a little like <laughs> thing and then put a third one. So they have to kind of zigzag around and it'll only save you an odd inch. But sometimes an odd inch is all you need. Yeah. Um, so I really like new trees. Um, I think they're really versatile um, and they offer you a lot of different options. To be honest. Great news. Great yeah. news. Yeah. Any more winners? Any more, Any more winners? So I think two of the endless spells. Uh, oh, actually, before we go to endless spells, I think I think Colonel Hunters are technically winners. The point cost was horrible, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and losing reroll saves was obviously horrible. Mm-hmm. But we kind of all knew that was going to happen somewhere uh, inside us. Um, but they still do a good job. So three swords are still fine. They still will put in work. I don't like scythes. I never have, and I never will. So, is there not an argument for scythes with them having two-inch range and being able to attack over the top? I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of play you can do with scythes. Like, so scythes have a two-inch range, so you can put a screen in front of them. You can hit something back uh, with the scythes. But the problem is, the amount of times I've ever seen that happen is minimal. (laughs) You have to be pretty pretty dumb to run into the screen with the (laughs) scythes behind. Like, this is what I mean. Like, I've never, like, you know, like the the reality is, is um, I use each a lot as an example, but Kairos will just delete the screen and then they'll charge you with what they want you to charge you with. Like that happens more often than anything else. 
Um, there, there is play with size. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be someone who plays like six sides or two units or six sides and does okay with them. But they might win two games. Maybe they'll win two games. Maybe, but I just don't. There's no reliability to them. I don't like their the fact that I can like. I don't like that I can put them in and go. They might do four damage, or they could kill this thing. Uh, like especially for especially with the new edition with um, with battle tactics. Because if I throw six sides into something, I need to know if I if I'm doing like kill the slay the warlord to kill their general, and I throw six sides in there, I need to know that I'm going to be doing that because if they fail, then I'm in trouble. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's a brilliant yeah. point about this edition actually because of battle tactics, you need to guarantee. Like, you yeah. need to guarantee. Played a game at the weekend. Uh, I had three Varangard charge my Kairos. That was his battle tactic to kill a general, or the general, or whatever it was, or a monster, bring it down. He needed to kill him, didn't kill him by like two wounds. This is Mark Mearmouse, wonderful fella. Um, and, and that means he went down two points in that particular matchup, uh, and that's pretty huge. So I think your point about reliability is even more important in this edition than it was in the last yeah. edition. So I can completely see your argument for having swords. Yeah. Yeah, so that that that's personally why I like swords. Um, ironically, I don't take swords. I do summon them a lot of the time with the Lariel, um, but I personally like uh, six bow hunters. Okay. Because because I think that um, all out attack uh, is actually really good on them. So being able to hit on threes, so they're, they're twelve attacks, threes and threes, rerolling ones to hit in my list, uh, minus one d three damage, um, and thirty inch range. A thirty inch range, importantly. Wow. Um and un- unleash hell is a thing. Um, I think that's true. So it just offers you different ways of like so 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 in the example that you have three sides behind a unit of like five true revenants. If they charge you, they kill your true revenants, and you get to um they get to attack uh the the you get to hit them back. Mm. Whether with the bows, you get to shoot them before they even get to do that. Um, is my experience. So I played. Uh, I played a wonderful game against uh, Matt Goldsborough, and he was running his um, fifteen uh, wind charges for Illumineth Realm Lords. Yeah. Illumineth Realm Lords, and he really struggled to deal with the bows because he couldn't charge anywhere because they're only on a five-up save. And in the charge phase, you can't you can't all-out defense. So yep. when you ch- so they they charge, and um, even though the the colonels are hitting on fives. With the rerolls, you still get a few hits, and all you need is a couple on a five-up save. So he had a six-up save, and he couldn't commit anywhere because anywhere he committed, I could just shoot off a couple, and a couple like I shot off. I think I shot off five the first time he charged, and that's a third of the unit. And and there's a lot of options you have a lot of the time where you can just ping off a few wounds, um, and in a list where you're relying mainly damage-wise on Warsong Revenant and Lariel, I think. In yeah. the book, in general, I think they're going to be where your mortal wounds come from. Alariel's where he's going to be damaged from. Maybe you take Durthu, so you can do some offensive damage. I think he's he's pretty good, uh, especially being able to be on a two-up save. I think he still struggles a bit with the fact that any mortal wounds get him down to things. So I think I think I think if you take the um, what's the new universal artifact called the the five-up ward save one, the talisman of protection, the, That's the whatever one. it is, the five-up yeah. DPR. Yeah, uh, think, sorry, ward. I, Ward, yeah. So I think I think there's play there potentially. If you took him, you could have him as a damage output thing. Um, but I think the, uh, my experience is that I do I tend to do like so for example three wounds to something, four wounds to something else with War Song. Alaria maybe does four more wounds, kill something, um, and then something's alive on one wound or something I need to kill is alive. Then I have the option of going okay, these six bows are going into that thing, 
Um, and I don't need them to do insane damage because they're never they're never going to touch things on a, on a two up save realistically. Mm. Minus one range, you're just not going to do anything. But if you can do if you can get two shots through, and then that's two d three damage, you can do four damage, and sometimes that can be quite good. Um, so I like shooting Kairos all the time with them. <laughs> um, but they, they they just offer you a little bit more pinpoint precision, which the army kind of you're kind of doing anyway. And that off that kind of leans a bit more into it um, is how I do it. And a lot of people like to like to take um, like you could take three two two times three swords instead, um, and then you have a bit more melee prowess, and they're a bit more difficult to deal with. Um, but my my problem is that I don't want. I'm trying to minimize the amount of my playstyle is to try and minimize the amount of opponents I have by the time they get to me, because when they get to me, everything I have is going to die. So I would like to minimize the amount of things that are going to hit me like a truck before they get to me, as opposed to try and fight them when they do get here. Yes. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah, loads. Loads yeah. and loads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, so, for battle tactics, like it kind of, like if they've got a monster, like a Terrorgeist or something like that, you can, you know, you can shoot it, do Spell Portal Metamorphosis with Lariel, and you can theoretically kill him. So that, that's kind of why I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about, uh, we've had a couple of questions in the chat, and I promise I will okay. get to them, but we're kind of slowly covering them as we go through. Uh, any other winners, or are we on to the losers yet? Like, um, uh, Although we've covered most two, of the book. Yeah, we've covered most of the book, yeah. The only two <laughs> other wizards, uh, the winners, I think, are, I think, um, uh, Hive. So, Spiteful Hive yes. um, is a definite winner, because it still gives you the plus three charge on a two-up, but it activates, it used to, but no, no one ever remembered, but... At the end of every hero phase, uh, everything within eight inches, you roll a dice for. On a two up, they get plus two to move and charge. Or you roll a dice on a two up, they get plus one to save. Yeah. Until the end of the turn. So that is, and that's 40 points. That's brilliant. So that's really good. Um, so, so that is a, a if, you're, if you're doing a monster heavy list that is going to stand still, that is really good. That for a Durthu, that for a Trial Ancient is really, really good. Um, especially for ignoring Rand on a two-up save, yeah, of course. so that's really good. That's still that's still good. Um, and I think the one, the secret one that I really like is um, Vengeful Skullroot. Okay. Um, because it's one of the few endless spells that does D6 more wounds. Uh, it's situational now. D6 more wounds, but um, but it kind of works well. So it's on a uh, on a two-up, it does D3 more wounds. Okay. Uh, but if you're within, if the unit you're targeting is within three of a Wildwoods which you can set them up within three of, of an enemy. Um, it does, on a two-up, it does D6. And obviously with the spells, it doesn't double-tap by itself, but at the end of your enemy hero phase, if they don't unbind it, as cast a value of six after all a seven on a dispel, um, then it'll do another D6 more wounds. So that into something like Gargans is actually a lot of more wounds to just throw at them and they can't do anything about. Um, so I really like that. But yeah, that's the end of my of my winners, I think. Okay, we, so a couple of questions in the chat. Matt, what do you think about the tree song? Uh, I think that spell got hella good with all the tree spam. Yeah, so tree song. Tree song's interesting. The, the, the issue with tree song is it's still a 16-inch range, regardless of the fact that you... It's one of the most, it's one of the most difficult spells. To, it's, um, do you know what tree song is? Tell Rob? me. Do you remember? So it's, um, it's casting value of 7. Uh, it's pick a unit within 16, within 6 of a Wildwood, I think it is. Uh, and you can reroll ones to hit and wound against that target. Okay. Um, so, so uh, yes, there is definitely. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a lambent light for um, for Sil yeah. from Luminous Realm Lords, but for Silver yeah. Death. But it's for units yeah. in sixteen or wholly within sixteen. 
it's a unit within 16, but within six of a woods. So there's two restrictions. Oh, okay. So previously, that's been really difficult to get off. No, as, as in you pick an enemy unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. That's yeah, why that's why it's like yeah, Lamp and yeah, Light, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 And then you get real ones dead. And, and yes, I agree. Yes, massively so. Uh, that on bow hunters, that, that for a target for bow hunters is fantastic uh, because your whole army gets it. So shooting phase, combat phase, you get it. So yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it's it's still situational, I think. Okay. I don't think you'd ever do it through spell portal. I think you'd, you, you'd want uh, either metamorphosis or um, or you'd want the war song spell through that. I don't think you I don't think you would cast it through there. But yes, I agree. Yeah, I, I think tree song is really really good now situationally. So um, okay, yeah. a couple of uh, the other ones not so much. Okay, but, next question: yeah, Do you have a cosplay as a Lariel during com- uh, competition events? Uh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. Perfect answer. All right. So, have we got any losers in the book? Any losers? Other than the yeah, book? I think. I, think other than, I was going to say. I think the whole book generally, but, but um, I think um, I think I think Kurnoths themselves are like the point. The points increase that they had percentage wise is huge. Like you can talk about averages across the book as much as you want, but the the points cost for Kurnoths was massive. Mm. And when it happened, it felt like the reason it was going so high was because of the fact that they were getting reroll saves. And then the fact that they removed that, uh, it, 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 it's a little bit feels bad for me because I don't think they're, they're, that they should be that many points, to be honest. I agree. Um, I, had a com- I remember I had a conversation with, with Dan Arnold before, who's a very good deep game player. Great guy. Before, um, great guy before in AOS 2. And we had a discussion about when Kunath Hunters dropped in points. We had a discussion about where eels and kernoths were, and we compared their war scrolls, and we dictated that they were very similar, and we thought that they were they should be around the same points. Mm. And if you now and then now, if you ask him, that conversation never happened. But uh, if you look at the points <laughs> differential between the three units now, yeah. it's massive, and we've lost one of our abilities. So it's um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's as as much as I love kernoths still, I think there's they're not as strong as they were last edition. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, and 225 points oh. is 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 pretty pretty obnoxious points wise um, for that yeah. unit. It, it really is, and I can completely understand why. Uh, and some of the restrictions. Matt's always talked about the ability to put down tr- forests everywhere, but also the fact that they're movement five and they're a combat unit. Yeah. Like combat is good when you can choose to strike first. And the way that the very original way, the old schoolist way, <laughs> is to be the person who <laughs> charges first. That's the most old schooly way, and that means movement is kind of key to be able to achieve that and they just never were fast enough to to really get there um but i like you putting the bow hunters in because it means the opponent has to feel threatened they have to come and get the bow hunters so maybe you could do something in counter charging with at that point but your ability to go but then i don't think that that's a massive deal if i'm honest like having played through some of the battle plans i mean i don't think you necessarily have to go and grab your opponent's army turn one you can score quite big on turn one by just grabbing an objective or two and then doing a battle tactic so uh, interesting yeah. uh, on that but, one. But the idea, the idea is, is that while that is also true, um, the the idea is, is that you're scaring your opponent because if they don't come get you, then you're still stacking that plus two. Of course. That's what. That's that's the only thing that makes the army kind of scary is the fact that you are going. You know, if if I have no need to engage you because you're not engaging me, I can just present some free revenants to get the objectives. And I I decide, you know what, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna stack on a Lariel instead of Warsong, and I get plus six on Lariel, and then you move forward. Suddenly, if I get Metamorphosis off on, say, I roll a 7 to cast, that's a 13. So that's 13 dice. So that's like 11 mortal wounds. Yeah. So which is significant. Really, 11 mortal wounds of range is, is significant, is, yeah. I mean, you have 
I mean, you have stood still for three turns <laughs> to get that. <laughs> with, with 700 <laughs> points, or maybe. Yeah, I completely understand. It's, it's, it's a hell of an investment, but like you, you can do it situationally. So, um, Okay. Uh, so what, list, what yeah. list have you been running? So the, li- the list I've run is, um, the one I'm doing at the moment is Alariel, Warsong Revenant, six Bowhunters, uh, Branch Wraith, uh, three units of five Tree Revenants, Cogs, Spell Portal and Skullroot. That's that's my list okay. at the moment. Uh, and then I have the three D six to cast on the Warsong Revenant. I have um, the oh, it's called Nurtured by Magic. I think the Command Trait, which is whenever he casts a spell, he can heal D three once per turn. Once per yeah, once per turn. Um, and I have it all in a um, uh, in the one drop battalion. So it's all one unified. So I get to dictate who goes first or second the majority of the time, unless they have one drop as well. Okay, amazing. That's what I run. Yeah, Amazing. So uh, I'm going to ask you later after the show, just FYI. So for everyone, there's definitely going yeah. to be, the list will be written up on the Honest Wargamer website because um, that's one of my jobs today. Um, and also, so honestwargamer.com, and you just click Silverneth, you'll be able to find Math Mallow's list from the Faction Reaction. Um, and then maybe Matt will also take the time to write some thoughts up on there as well to accompany this yeah. show, uh, which will be really cool. Uh, Matt, yeah. I can't thank you enough. I think you've absolutely, uh, like, you've, we've basically covered the whole book, I think. Uh, and what's really nice is, is is I know the book isn't strong competitively because all of the numbers yeah. support that. But what's really nice is you're, you've made that effort for years to keep pushing it. And even then, everything you were, like, positive, you were like, oh, it's kind of like, you could do this. Like, and I love that. Like, I love that effort that you're still putting into the army, um, which I think is great. You got any shout outs you want to uh, you want to give before we head out for the day? Well, the, the, the one more thing I want to say is the fact that um, so even though we had a th- we had a thirty eight percent win rate last year, I had I was on Meta Breakers and I had a I think it was seventy four percent win rate. You had a seventy four percent win rate. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So it, so thirty eight percent is mainly you lifting. <laughs> Main, you're, yeah. You must be knackered. <laughs> the amount you've carried a whole faction on your back for a year. You must yeah. be so tired. I've got about four chiropractors. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I mean, I, I think, I think that the, I think, I think if you, if you really hate yourself enough and you really, really want to do it, you can. Um, but I, th- I think there's some fun now. I, th- I think, I think it's less painful to play them in this edition than in last edition. And that's important uh, because in, in in this edition, I think if you play against the list, you lose against. I think you'll get tabled, but in two turns. Whereas in the old edition, you had like scraps left, so that's fine. Okay, <laughs> there's a quick question. We yeah. didn't touch on Dreitcher. Uh, I haven't heard oh. any comments on it. Have you got any thoughts about Dreitcher? Sorry, I pretend Dreitcher doesn't exist because Adam does my head in we about Dreitcher. Uh, so I, I I like Dreitcher. The the problem I have with Dreitcher is is she never she always, she does she does one thing once. She does her attacks. So you move her forward. She shoots, and then whatever comes back at her kills her. Yep. that's the problem. Is she doesn't survive anything, and you have to be you have to commit her to do any damage. That's that that's what my experience is with her anyway. Um, I think if if she could take enchanted weapons or uh, the spell, then potentially it could be better. Um, but I just think without that, I just think she, I, I still think she has play, but I just don't, it's, it, it, it's so much stuff just point click deletes her before she does anything. And, um, I just, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't like Dreitcher personally. I know some people love Dreitcher. I know Adam won't shut up about her, but, um, I, I personally don't, don't like That's her. Fair. I think that's super honest, fair. But, 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 but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. All right. Well, listen, Matt, it's been lovely. You got any shout outs? Anyone you shout out? Uh, I, I've got to do the usual shout out yeah. just to Adam and the Troll Slayers. 
of course. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to shout <laughs> out Arthur now. Magalis, otherwise uh, he won't have got shouted out on a faction reaction, which would be a mistake. Uh, so <laughs> I'll make sure that happens. Uh, I want to thank everyone in the chat, of course. If you guys are watching this live for the first time, obviously uh, you can join us live on Twitch like we do. We're live every day at midday. Mondays we talk Age of Sigma. We normally do event coverage from tournaments um, on the T-Sports Network, or you can go on to TheOnestWarGamer.com. That's another place where we have lists, and I'm going to be putting loads of Age of Sigma 3 lists over the next week or two uh, for you guys to read through and, and have a chat about. And then uh, you can also listen to this as a podcast if you want to, so I think this is good. Uh, but I hope you're all well. Thanks, Matt, again. Massive love uh, for doing this uh, today. This is the second show for me today, so uh, very much looking forward to a cup of tea. Uh, but I've loved this. Thank <laughs> you. Big love and big hopes for Sylvaneth soon. Um, but uh, more on that in the future. Thanks, Matt. You look after yourself, and thanks, everyone, for listening to The Honest Wargamer.